This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Grant and Danny on the Fan. We are live in Richmond on AM 910, FM 1051, and all over the DMV on our flagship 1067 The Fan. Remember to kick off your future with the law firm of Condori and Murad. They are the official show sponsor of G&D. They will help protect your assets, update your will and trust, schedule a free estate planning strategy with one of their Fairfax-based attorneys, Visit KMLawyers.com and mention the show to get a discount. That's KMLawyers.com. Jason Wright to join us at 4. One hour from now, we'll talk to the president of the commander's business operation. So make sure you're listening at that time. Uh, and at 4 o'clock when he joins us, we're giving away tickets to see Three Sheets to the Wind. They are America's number one tribute to Yacht Rock. We've got those tickets coming up at 4 o'clock. Right now, though, let's get to the BetQL guest hotline where Aaron Taylor awaits. He's one of the top college football analysts in the country. You know him from CBS Sports. Aaron, in D.C., the big conversation right now is about this college quarterback crop. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. Curious for your thoughts on those three guys and what you think about each of their ceilings and floors. Well, there's certainly upside for all three of them. Uh, I wouldn't consider this a quarterback-rich draft. Uh, There's some good ones that have the potential to be very good. I don't know if we have any elite quarterbacks from an NFL production standpoint in this year's draft. So with that said, you would expect them to be taken very early, potentially with the first three picks. Going out west with Caleb Williams, what you love about him 
It's his creativity, his production, his ability to extend and create with his legs. His 2022 tape and his production was off the charts. You fall in love and go, if that dude can do most of that in the NFL, he's going to be a gold jacket guy. But then you put the tape on this year with not as strong as a supporting cast, an offensive line that maybe wasn't ideal for what they were looking to do. And he struggled a little bit compared to that other tape. So decision-making, not holding the football too long, trying to force things and make things happen is certainly one of the things that teams and scouts are going to be evaluating. And, of course, his maturity level, which to me he answered with that tearful embrace with his parent after their last game that had ramifications of the championship on it when he sobbed there. His give-up S factor is pretty strong, and I think that's going to allow him to carry forward. And I give guys a pass a little bit in the NIL world for you know having to deal with all those distractions. Take a look at Jaden Daniels. This dude was a West Coast guy as well, transferred in from Arizona State, lit it up. Four-year starter, is exceptional outside the pocket, thrown accurately on all three deep levels, but puts his body in jeopardy at times. So he's got to be smart with his decision-making, take what the defense gives him and slide versus being foolish because the NFL stands for not for long, and if he does that, he'll get himself hurt. Drake May is the prototypical quarterback. Think Justin Herbert, six foot four, two hundred thirty pounds, rocket arm, but he didn't make the best decisions these last couple years in North Carolina, particularly this year. So accuracy is about not just where to throw the ball, but when to throw the ball. And he made some really bad reads with complex blitz concepts and put the ball in jeopardy too much. So those are going to be the evaluations of the pros and cons on those three but they're clearly the three best of the bunch with J.J. McCarthy bringing it home at fourth. Aaron, you mentioned the gold jacket. Obviously, we're not asking to predict at this stage, but if you you know get, hop in your DeLorean, your time machine, you fast forward, which of those three guys up there at the top would you say has the best chance to be the superstar, transcendent, Hall of Famer type guy? Highest ceiling. Man, I, if, I, if I'm looking on the hoof as a quarterback and, and what they could be given their skill set, Ironically, I would say Drake May because of the six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds, the rocket arm that teams fall in love with. It's what Buffalo fell in love with with Josh Allen, plus his mobility, but his accuracy was terrible his last year at Wyoming. I called a couple of his games and I had a lot of concerns about who and what he would become, but you loved the cannon. And he's now using that cannon and having some success in Buffalo. They haven't been able to get over the hurdle, but Drake May is the type of player with his skill set that if he can clean up all the other things, and that's a really big if, let me own that, that I think if you're picking blindly with, with looking at a guy on the hook and what skill sets are, you'd take him. If you're looking for a guy that's a good combination of that with some mobility, I think number two, would be Caleb Williams and number three, Jaden Daniels for me. Jaden was so fun to watch, but I worry that he's the prototypical college quarterback that can get away with things that he can't necessarily get away with on the next level. But what you love about him, what's going to keep him around is, again, his ability to get outside of the pocket and throw the football with accuracy. When the pocket breaks down, he can hurt you, and that's going to bode well for him long term. Aaron Taylor was a guard for six seasons in the NFL, won a Super Bowl in Green Bay, college star at Notre Dame, two-time All-American. You see him on CBS Sports, excellent college football analyst joining us here on Grant and Danny. Uh, Specific to May and Daniels, because they're more likely going to be the options for Washington, Caleb Williams 
I would imagine, goes one to the Bears. It seems to me like May doesn't get enough credit for his athleticism, his scrambling ability, 40-plus first downs on scrambles on third and fourth the last couple of seasons. And then the other way, I think Daniels, it seems like everyone looks at him because he's a dual threat and electric runner and maybe shortchanges him as a passer a little bit. Uh, What do you make of, of their abilities to do the things maybe that people don't consider their calling cards? You know what, that's a great point because I think when we get in the talking season like we are now, we don't have a a full ability to do deep dives on these guys. So you bring up a great point, starting with Drake May, around his mobility. He's not Drew Bledsoe back there, right? He's not Peyton Manning back there at all, to your point. He has the ability to extend and create, but as you compare it to the Caleb Williams, the Jaden Daniels, the Lamar Jackson, the Kyler Murrays, it's nowhere near that. But mobility for a quarterback can look a lot of different ways. Believe it or not, Tom Brady was an extremely mobile quarterback, but it was within the confines of the pocket. He navigated and worked and bought himself four and six inches in every which direction, as well as we've ever seen that done at the quarterback position. So no, he couldn't tuck it on third and eight and pick up the sticks and man coverage, but he could be able to buy a split second time where he can deliver a pass to somebody in the flat to move the sticks. So from that standpoint, Drake May is absolutely serviceable in terms of his mobility. He's not a big stiff back there, but it's not something that you can consistently rely on and that teams are going to have to dedicate entire parts of their prep to be able to control. You roll the dice, you trust your athleticism on the other side of the football to nullify that. Whereas I think with Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels, that's a much different proposition. Jaden Daniels throwing the neighbors, man, the deep ball accuracy was beautiful. Sometimes his balls would die out. Sometimes they wouldn't be as accurate as they would want to be, and it would take what should have been a 80-20 ball and turn it into a 50-50 ball, and neighbors and their other receivers that are super talented would go up and get it. So it becomes a sliding scale when you evaluate talent at this level, particularly when you're considering taking a quarterback at that high. So everybody has a different algorithm and matrix as to way that they weigh those things. So fit and system and processing ability, upside potential experience, injury history, all of those things factor into whether a team takes those one or two guys. And to your point, I think it's going to be Caleb Williams first. And I think people fall in love with upside and, and the, the wow factor and putting seats or butts in seats. So Jaden Daniels goes two, and, and I think Drake May would go three with J.J. McCarthy. A lot of people are excited about him. I'm not. I think he's the fourth quarterback off the board. Aaron, there's a million reasons why I'm not a scout. Uh, I, I'd be terrible at it, number one. But here's where, here's where I'm coming from, and I just, I just want your reaction to this. I saw, I think, three games of North Carolina and Drake May. I think I watched Jaden Daniels five times. Each of those five games that LSU was playing, it was like video game stuff. Five touchdowns, yeah. 100 yards rushing, 40 yards passing, just incredible. I watched May struggle against Clemson, struggle against NC State, and then play okay kind of middle of the season. I can't remember which opponent it was. I can't get those quote-unquote big games out of my head for May. And that left such a sour taste in my mouth. I and mean, we're talking about at the top of the board, pick two here. So obviously I had the beholder. But talk me out of that, react to that, or, or kind of give me your thoughts. No, you're, you're seeing that spot on. And, and from that standpoint, I think we can also get distracted by shiny objects. And you throw the tape on, you're like, oh, my God, this, this guy's going to be the next Lamar Jackson. It's going to look great, but he's got a much better and more accurate arm. You know, you can't miss on this kid. And that just doesn't necessarily translate, nor does it with Drake May. I think 
What's the best way to look at this? I think they're both players that have very high ceilings, but also potentially lower floors. You trust the athleticism and having a player get himself out of bad situations with that intangible than you do a strong arm and bad decision-making. So the lesser of two evils from that standpoint, I'd happen to agree with you that Jaden Daniels is the better pick over Drake May because of the struggles that he showed consistently throughout this year and turning the football over. You can't win in the NFL turning the football over, and if May doesn't get that corrected, he's not going to be in the league very long. Aaron Taylor, who is an outstanding college analyst, joining us on GND. You can watch him on CBS Sports. And he is here today to tell us about the latest involvement that he's had with Future Fans, a game launched with a couple of Columbus, Ohio entrepreneurs. What can you tell me about it? Man, I'm excited to share something about Future Fans. It's really created an opportunity for me to connect with my daughter over football in a fun and and creative way. My daughter was anti-football. She's a first grader because football in the fall always takes me away. So she wouldn't sit down and watch. So what Future Fans has done is reimagined the way to introduce football, which is sometimes complex in its rules and concepts, and does that by embedding them in creative ways in a storybook-led experience. So at night, I'm reading a children's book to my daughter about you know, Katie and Connor going to sports camp. And there's this story that unfolds over six or seven nights when you're sitting down reading where you're starting to learn the concepts of football. So after you read the first night, what we did is we got out session number two, which is a, a beanbag toss game, which is the way that you have four beanbags and four hoops and you get four tries to get the beanbag into the next hoop. If so, you can advance and get four more tries. That's a brilliant way to introduce the concept of having four downs for a first down. And the result of that is that I've been able to have this incredible experience with my daughter and teach her the sport I love in a way that's enjoyable for both of us. So if you're a girl dad out there and looking to crack the code to get your daughter to be as good of a fan as you are, or your kid in general who just doesn't understand the rules of football because it's hard, Go to Amazon or futurefans.com, and if you go to futurefans.com, put in the promo code FANS to get a 15% off discount code there, but it's $60, and the value there at $59.99 to create the experience for the whole family to enjoy, and we're playing ring toss every other night, so this isn't like a one-time thing. It's that one-on-one connection around the sport of football that I'm so excited about. So anything that can promote the sport I love, I'm 51 years old, still on scholarship. But I want to share that with my kids, and they've found a brilliantly creative way to do that. Aaron, this is a lot of fun, man. Really appreciate the time and insight, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Aaron Taylor, awesome. CBS Sports, NFL, and college analyst. First of all, his voice is so deep. He sounds like he's using one of those machines to change his voice. Right. So that no one knows who he is. <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like, don't bother tracing this call. <laughs> or even like I, I said last week, and I, I've been on this binge where I love America's Most Wanted. And I've gone back and caught up on all the ones I've missed. Have you it, really been watching them yeah, again? Yeah, since it came back. Well, they do this thing sometimes where they like blur out whoever's talking, who's like, a, they saw the crime. You know, they, they modulate the person's exactly. voice. So it like That's a, how deep his voice is. Yeah. Like he was uh, one of the witnesses or something. Uh, but he, so sharp. Great information. Really good analyst. So appreciate his insight. Let's get into these quarterbacks. Combine going on. I would say they're going to be taking to the field shortly, but none of them are really doing much in terms of workouts. Like they're in Indianapolis, I guess. That's something. I don't have.
have any problem with that, for the Me record. Either. You said you would grade it as a bonus yeah. if they did it. I'm not knocking anybody for, you know, what are you going to gain? Yeah. You're already there. You're top three. Everyone knows you're top three. That you, you put in the work, it's done. If you have something to prove, you should prove it. But I, I it's a nice it's a nice little extra bonus point for me. It's a little extra credit that you'd like to earn if you want to earn it by just go compete. I want to see you compete all the time. I want that super special, cannot shut off the competitiveness type person that is very rare. I mean, again, the, the, you know the names that come to mind immediately. Think of, think of your favorite athletes, whether DC or otherwise. You know who Max Scherzer is. If you come out to take the ball from Max Scherzer, you better be sure. Better have some conviction because he might yell at you and, and scream at you to get back in the dugout. And you go, I'm sorry, Mr. Scherzer, I won't bother you again. You know what I mean? Like, I want that. Yeah, we're in lockstep. I've, I wouldn't hold it against anybody either. But I mentioned I wanted to get into a couple of little pet peeves on the, the maid discourse. Please. So the first thing I keep hearing from everybody is that he is a taller Sam Howe. That's just not a good comp. Frankly, it's lazy. And if they didn't both go to North Carolina, Nobody would be saying this. Do, do you think anyone would say no, of course he's not. a taller Sam Howell if they didn't go to the same school? No. They're not that similar as prospects. I mean, they have some things in common, uh, taking the school they played at out of the equation, right? They're white quarterbacks. Uh, they are athletic. They move around. They can scramble. And they have strong arms. Now, Drake May's arm is stronger than Sam Howell's, and I would make the case that he is a better weapon when he's running than Sam Howell is by a little bit. But I think the faders are turned up on everything mm -hmm. from Howell to May pretty much. And then the other point I would make is as if to say that a taller version of Sam Howell might not be something you, you might've just found something. Yeah, that's pretty good. Part of the, the problem, if there's one with Howell who's kind of a starter backup tweener right now is his size. That's part of the issue. That's part of why he went in the fifth round. It's not the sole reason. But he's a little over six foot and two hundred and twenty pounds or whatever he is. If he was six foot four and a half like Drake May and over two hundred thirty pounds, he would be a better prospect. That's not nothing. So like the well, he's just bigger version of a guy who did some really good things last year. Tell me more. I don't really get that. The other thing is, and I said the same thing about CJ Stroud last year with Ohio State. Stop with your I don't do quarterbacks from that school stupidity. That is such a bad, lazy take. So you're not taking C.J. Stroud because you didn't like how Justin Fields played or Dwayne Haskins fared early or what happened with, um, I'm trying to think of other, like. R.J., D.J., Bar which Barrett is it? Uh, R.J. Barrett, but he really never played quarterback. Um, the one I'm thinking of is played for the Cardell Jones mm -hmm. or like any of these other Ohio State QBs. Enough with that. I mean, that that's so silly and unreasonable. That Correct. is a. A bad take. Uh, another frustration I have, while this one is not as bad a take, is like this idea that Drake May played badly in some of the better games or against better opponents. They they played two ranked teams in the conference last year. In one of those games, he threw for nearly 300 yards, four touchdowns, and no picks. In the other game, he threw for 254 at two touchdowns and two picks. If you go back and watch the picks, they weren't like, what in the heck were you just doing kind of throws that, that you can kind of explain things away. There were a lot of drops. A lot of this is supporting cast stuff. And sure, he's not a finished product. I'm not sitting here pretending that he is. And I could do the same thing to defend Caleb Williams of Knox mm -hmm. or, or uh, Jaden Daniels of Knox. I just hear less of them within this fan base. I think a lot of people within the fan base are very pro those two guys 
more so maybe than Drake May. And I just don't think many of the dings are all that uh, reasonable if you actually watched. And I don't know how many of the people that go, I'm out on Drake May. My new thing is to go, why? You know, like, I'll never vote for that person. What about them don't you like? And if you, if you got an answer, cool. But how many games of Drake May have they watched? During this process, how often have you gone back and, and looked at the sizzle reel, the lowlights? I don't know. But this idea that he's just Sam Howell makes no sense to me. I yeah, don't I get think, it. I think that's wrong. The only, the only one of those three things I subscribe to, you heard my question, Aaron Taylor, is the last one. Now, full admission, I watched three North Carolina games, and it wasn't as if I'm sitting there studying everything. The same way I watched North Carolina. You could go back right now, a couple though, years and watch ago. all his throws in oh, most of his games. Sure. It's all out there. Yeah, a couple years ago, I watched uh, Sam Howell early on in the season and was really disappointed, right? Because remember, he was going to be a first-round pick, and then they struggled against Virginia Tech, and a bunch of things happened, right? So I was going, okay. But uh, I, I think it was the Miami game where he was fine, pretty prolific numbers in terms of touchdowns and yardage, but 17 out of 33 in that game. But isn't that the game where there were like four drops? I'd have to I think there was. I notes. think there was a bunch of drops. But, but I, I remember being, okay, I was pretty impressed. Then I was to- wholly and totally unimpressed watching him play Clemson and North Carolina State. That's my evaluation fault. Like, I, I again, I, I am not a professional evaluator, nor should I be. It's left a bad taste in my mouth, both of those games, where I was really unimpressed. Now, that doesn't that doesn't mean he's not a great prospect. It doesn't mean he's not worthy of the number two pick. I, I, the, way I, the way I phrased this was, if Jaden Daniels didn't exist, and you go, they're taking Drake May at number two, I'm going, hell yeah, dude. Sign me right the hell up. I have a slight preference toward Jaden Daniels. I'm not sitting there telling you, go, I'm out on Drake May. Yeah. People that say they're out on Drake May, I, I think that's a little bit so. Well, and I would say the same thing to someone who's out on Jaden Daniels. I have things that concern me statistically. And if you want to bring numbers to the party and or you know, real legitimate like analytical information about Drake May, I am open to all of it. I want all the intel I can get to make the best decision possible. You and I feel differently about NC State because I go into that game knowing that this guy is leading the country in big-time throws, and he ran for 100 yards, including ripping off a 55-yard run. You came away from that game unimpressed? Cool. I didn't. I just watched a guy that I already know can throw the football run for 105 yards and rip off a 50-plus-yard touchdown run in that game. I mean, To me, that was not a coming-out party, but it was like the last time that you you finally stopped hearing how how much can he move? How, how athletic is he? Is he? Yeah. Like he he ran for 70 and 100 yards in the two games that you're talking about over those final two weeks. So as a passer, yeah, it wasn't as prolific maybe, but that was, you know, against decent, very solid defenses, you know, 170 rushing yards over, you know, 19 carries where they had him running a little more, you know, Sam Howell style. But I just think some of the, um, I, I don't know what it is or, or why him, but some of the discourse about him has trended more negative than like Jaden Daniels or Caleb Williams. And all these guys are going to have their warts and their flaws. There's no such thing as a perfect prospect. You heard Aaron Taylor say. Now, yep. he surprised me when he said he thought if one guy becomes a Hall of Famer, it was May. it's Drake May. I did not see that coming, and I wouldn't even answer that. I don't know if his ceiling is higher than Williams' is or Daniels' is for that matter. But he also said May may have the lowest floor. I could see him busting. I could see Daniels busting, Williams, all three of them. Of course. This is a complete crapshoot. Uh, we're going to have... Jason Wright on the show at 4, coming up in about 40 minutes. Got a lot of things to cover on the business front with the Commanders. They're spending a lot of money on FedEx Field and out at the facility. Uh, We'll talk to him about that. They don't have a name on the stadium anymore. We got to ask him about that. Uh, We'll get to all kinds of things. But a chance for you next to weigh in on this quarterback 
convo after what Aaron Taylor just said on the show. 800-636-1067 as we talk midway through the combine. Where are you on Williams, May, Daniels, the QB triumvirate at the top of this draft class? This is the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. From that standpoint, I think we can also get distracted by shiny objects. And you throw the tape on, you're like, oh, my God, this, this guy's going to be the next Lamar Jackson. It's going to look great, but he's got a much better and more accurate arm. You know, you can't miss on this kid. And that just doesn't necessarily translate, nor does it with Drake May. I, I think – what's the best way to look at this? I think they're both players that have very high ceilings, but also potentially lower floors. You trust the athleticism and having a player get himself out of bad situations with that intangible than you do a strong arm and bad decision-making. So the lesser of two evils from that standpoint, I'd happen to agree with you that Jaden Daniels is the better pick over Drake May because of the struggles that he showed consistently throughout this year and turning the football over. You can't win in the NFL turning the football over, and if May doesn't get that corrected, he's not going to be in the league very long. That's Aaron Taylor, who we just had on the show to break down the college prospects. He said Daniel's a better pick at two, perhaps, than May based on the film so far. Also said, though, sounded like he had Drake May maybe ranked second in terms of as a prospect. He did. Sounded to me, yeah. He even said that he's got the highest ceiling. You said which guy's most likely to be a superstar and make the Hall of Fame, and he included Caleb Williams in the three and still Uh said May. Uh, but we want to know what you guys are feeling about these top three quarterbacks. The backdrop of this conversation is obviously Dan Quinn on the junkies today asked for some word association. He said, Sam Howell is tough. Drake May is athletic. Caleb Williams, D.C. From D.C., obviously. 
And when Jaden Daniels came up, he said game changer. And we'll get to the MGM National Harbor listener lines in just a moment. 800-636-1067. By the way, no blitz in 30 minutes. We got Jason Wright, the president of the Commanders, coming on. So spread the word in the Commanders group text that you got with the buddies, especially if you're a season ticket holder. You got a question for us. Hit us up at Grant H. Paulson at Funny Danny. All right, I want to play a little game really quickly. We'll go around the room to answer this here question, okay? The game is called... It's a guessing game. That's the game. Oh. It's called It's a Guessing Game. Oh, okay. I just came up with the name. How do you feel about it? Uh, it's it's better than the nameless FedEx field. Speaking of games, right. has anyone seen the game show The Floor? It's on, like, some primetime no. network channel. It's got Rob Lowe as the host. Mm-mm. I bumped into it last night. I need someone to, like, hit me up on Instagram, at Grant H. Paulson. I need someone to explain it to me. I saw the last 20 minutes, and it made no sense. Okay. There was a girl who did not do anything for the entire show. She just stood there and waited to get picked, literally. There's like four people on islands. You you pick them one by one to compete against them in different categories. So this one donk for like 57 minutes last night just was beating all comers in trivia challenges, movies, TV shows, food, fashion, whatever. In like 57 minutes, he's like 8-0 in these challenges. Okay. And then the girl who's been waiting for an hour to get called gets called in the last category and beats him, and she gets all the money. Seems like not a very good, like, setup. Bad setup there. But I don't know what I don't know. So I need someone to explain the game to me. Quick side. It seems like to be a thing all of a sudden where people that I still think are pretty big stars just, like, host network game shows for a little while. That's a great gig. Like, it, it like guys that were in movies, like, five minutes ago or TV shows, like, pretty prominent. It's like Rob Lowe hosts one. Alec Baldwin was hosting a game show for a minute. Uh, on like, and like when networks are like, we're out of programming. Let's try to do a game show based on a game show that used to exist. Well, who doesn't want to do that, though? I guess it's I mean, a that's pretty a, sweet gig, right? It's a pretty awesome Dwayne job. Wade was doing one also, where somebody would take a roll of toilet paper. Rob Lowe is not an A-list celebrity. No. He's in stuff, though. I mean, I mean he was... He he's was, the perfect level to be hosting a game show. Well, he, Which is fair. I mean, he's so handsome. But he was the, one of the leads on Parks and Rec, and then he was doing one of those, like, Chicago Fire Police, or whatever, one of those kind of shows where right. it's like slow motion, fire drama, or rescuing people, 911. CSIs. Darius, can you bring back the game show music? I got uh, off track there. I apologize. The game is called... Guessing Game. It's a guessing it's game. A guessing game. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a guessing game. It's a guessing game. Uh, all right. I will tell you how many big-time throws Drake May has had over the last two seasons. I'm going to give you that number. You're going to tell me how many big-time throws the second-place person since the 2020 draft has had. Does that make sense? So Drake May, okay. over his final two seasons in college football, 79 big-time throws. 79 in two years. Number two on the list, all the quarterbacks drafted in the first round since 2020. It's the Joe Burrow draft. What is the number two number behind Drake May, who's number one with 79 big-time throws? Ryan, we'll start with you. Oh. Who... <clears throat> Jameis Winston? Okay, a couple of things. We're not guessing who has them. We're, we're not guessing uh, people. It's a guessing game. Keep it's it also since the Joe Burrow draft, which was well okay, after the Jameis true. Winston draft. I'm looking for a number. Darius is cracking up, by the way. I know. So what is the number of big-time throws that comes in second? Drake May at 79 is number one over a two-year span for a first-round pick over the last four drafts. I'm going to guess 49. 30, 
Big time throws lower than Drake May. Yes. All right. Danny. So let me see. So this is going to be heavily slanted towards Drake May. That's why we're asking. It's not going to be someone who has more than Drake May. It's going to be a lot less. I've said many times he's number one with 79. Yeah, he's number so. one by a lot, though. It can't just be like, if it was 79 to 78, that wouldn't be that exciting. You wouldn't bring it up. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's 56. 56. 56. Darius? Yeah, I'm thinking along the same lines of Danny where okay. you wouldn't bring this up if it was like 79 to 69. Right. 56 is a great number. You said 49, Ryan. I'm going to go in between. Let's go 52. 52 is a good number. Danny closest to the pin, 59. 59. His number two on the list. 59. 20 more big-time throws over his final two years of college than any other quarterback who's come out and gotten drafted in the first round over the last couple of years. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of big-time throws. That is a ton of nasty arm talent on display. Let's go to Dre in Manassas on GND. What's up, Dre? So the only problem with that is that I believe boy Allen has the most big time throws in the NFL. Listen, I, this week. Why, why is that a you, problem? Well, I'm just saying, big time throws doesn't necessarily equate to like you know big time wins and all that good stuff. Are you, wait, are you, um, are you saying you wouldn't like to have Josh Allen, one of the three best I'm quarterbacks not in the league? I wouldn't like to have Josh Allen, but I'm just saying big time throws is. You know, I'm more interested in, the, for example, um, Caleb Williams' like, fumble record, like 33 fumbles or something like that. I, my whole take on what's going on right now with these three quarterbacks, I, I think maybe by the end of, you know, the pre, at the end of what's going on right now in, in, in Indianapolis, so perhaps these guys are going to drop. I look at these quarterbacks, and they, to me, there's so many glaring weaknesses. With May, uh, I'll ask you, um, Grant, because I know Logan Paulson wasn't enamored with his arm. He had a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, he wasn't really interested in make, Drake May's arm. I think he kind of poo-pooed it. Um, you look at Caleb Williams and his 30 fumbles. You look at you know um, Jaden um, Daniels and his size. You know, I sometimes feel like, you know, everybody picks a quarterback because you have to pick a quarterback of the high pick. But I don't know. All these quarterbacks seem as though they would need to sit a year. And I don't know if as a Commanders fan, yes, we need a quarterback. I get it. But do we have a luxury to spend a high pick and then have this person, you know, sit a year? I don't think they're sitting right Nobody's sitting a year. Let's just start with that. That era is over. Those days are done. Nobody's doing that at the top of the draft. If you want to sit someone a year, you got to trade back and take someone who's not as good. Or, or that coming out is not as high profile and doesn't have the prospects. More raw or something, yeah. But, yeah, if you take May, if you take Daniels, if you take Williams, doesn't matter, top three, those guys are starting week one and beyond. And they have enough college experience, too. It's not like one-year wonders. I know the the best year, certainly for Daniels, was his most recent year. He won the Heisman Trophy and put up video game numbers. But he has enough starting experience where you wouldn't feel like, I've got to sit him for you know two seasons to make sure that he can understand the league. I'm going to text Logan about that. Can anyone confirm that Logan has said he's not impressed with Drake May's arm strength? That would because it couldn't it couldn't be arm strength because the arm strength jumps I, off well, the that's page. That's my point. Yeah, maybe is, is he impressed with Justin Herbert's arm because well, it's the same thing. Well, maybe it's maybe it's accuracy because that's the knock I've heard. Yeah, that plenty of people knock the accuracy for sure. I think that's overblown. Um, but yes, uh, that is reasonable. That's an easy thing to ding because all you got to do is just watch a game of any quarterback ever and you see them occasionally off target and you go accuracy. But the arm, I, I can't imagine anybody at any level ever suggesting that the arm strength isn't there. Jared's in Rockville. What's up, Jared? Hey, boys. So let me preface this by saying I'm not out on anyone. 
and no one should be because we don't know anything. They know the things. We, we're dumb. But you know what? Here, here's the thing, Jared. No, they don't. Nobody knows them. I mean, this is a complete well, crapshoot. Teams are right like 35% of the time, if that, at picking quarterbacks. So nobody knows the things, even them, and they have a lot more information. Right. So let me, let me, let me say then they know better than we do. So we need to stop worrying about quarterbacks that can run. They can all run. All these quarterbacks are athletic these days. If you need someone to get the seven yards of the open field and running, they're all going to do it. Every quarterback in the NFL right now can do it. So when we say Jaden Dan's a game changer, fine. They can all be a game changer. NFL, the longest rush from a quarterback this last year was like 35 yards. So long runs in the NFL for quarterbacks don't happen anymore, or at least the whole RG3 75-yard run. Like, we we got to stop using that highlight as, oh, this could be that. It doesn't necessarily happen very frequently. My biggest thing and my two biggest things I want, number one, and this is a Eugene Chen thing, I want to know who has the fastest throwing start to release of the ball. I don't want a Jason Campbell type that it takes a solid half second for the ball to actually get out. I need someone who can get rid of it quickly. You're talking not time to throw, but throwing motion, right? In other words, like Caleb Williams has a historically long time to throw. It's over three seconds. It's like insane because he runs around forever and he's Mm -hmm. off schedule incessantly. It's very rarely three steps, plant, and throw. But you're talking talking that Marino release, though. Right. I think what he's saying is, from the moment I start my throwing process, like think pitching windup, how quick to the plate are you? He wants the guy with the quickest release, which I think is significant. But, I mean, it's certainly not at the, the top of my list necessarily. We're blitzing uh, generally at four. Not today. Jason Wright joins the show in 20 minutes. That's also when we're giving away tickets to go see Three Sheets to the Wind. They are America's number one tribute to Yacht Rock. That is at four o'clock. Coming up, our double play next. What's going on in our lives? Nothing to do with sports. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. being done at FedEx Field as we speak. Commanders putting another $75 million into their facilities. We're going to ask Jason Wright about that coming up at the top of the hour. Also, after we had reached out to get them on the show, it turns out they're no longer FedEx Field. You know, their naming rights are changing for the moment. They don't have a sponsor for the stadium. We'll talk to them about that. Got to ask them about you know, a future stadium and what uh, is going on with that as well as um, you know, all the pressing questions uh, that we want to ask Jason Wright. That's at the top of the hour, 4 o'clock, 12 minutes away. Better be listening right here on Grant and Danny. It is time for our double play. What's going on in our lives? Nothing to do with sports. Jeeps, I couldn't help but notice this, and it does relate to sports uh, with what you and I do here on the old radio program. You're familiar with the uh, former Redskin for a season, and then he walked away after he had made the team. Uh, Sue Cravens. Remember Sue Cravens? Of course. How could I forget? Sue Cravens, who went on to no success at all in Denver. Um, and I guess maybe he's out of football now. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. You sound salty. Well, Sue Cravens has a shoe. Sue Cravens has a shoe. He's like he owns a shoe. He's well, it, well, I own shoes too, but I don't have a shoe. See what I'm saying? So he has a shoe deal? Uh, this is a shoe that Sue Cravens is releasing. Luxury shoe built for comfort. The Susie Sleepers. The Susie Sleepers. There are three Z's in Susie. There's a video that uh, among, you know, Demendry, Redskins, video, fan please? or whatever, uh, that's circulating where it's a bunch of highlights from him at USC. His Redskins highlight where he intercepted Eli Manning that time, which was a great play. They, they beat the Giants because of that pick. Hell of a play. Uh, and then At the Meadowlands. I remember it like yeah. it was yesterday. Then there really aren't other highlights there. But there's some USC ones. Then there's some stuff where he's like critical of the team. Who knows what they did or didn't do. I have no idea. I don't know who to believe. I don't care. Point is, he made the team and then quit on everybody. Screwed everyone over. Also during training camp, I believe. Right? Well, the yeah, it was after roster cutdowns. And then yeah, he sent a text to his team, to his, his position group, like, I'm done. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. And he's like, nope, seriously. And then just walked away. Right. So, anyway, not a lot of sympathy from me towards him. But anyway, he has a shoe. It's the Susie Comfort. Again, three Zs in Susie. Wants to ele- wants you to elevate your footwear game. Uh, crafted with precision and style. Susie sleepers bring a perfect blend of fashion-forward design and unmatched. There's no match to this level of comfort. Many things are comfortable. This is unmatched. It's unparalleled. There is no equal to level of comfort. Setting new standards in the world of footwear. Your previous standards, not good enough. This is a new standard set by Susie's uh, footwear. Unparalleled craftsmanship. At Susie's, we believe in the art of craftsmanship. Many don't. We do. Each pair of our shoes is meticulously crafted by skilled artisans using premium materials to ensure durability, style, and comfort. Just assemble the team of artisans hanging out, assembling these things on, on his behalf. I'm the most sure. Uh... Who says you have to sacrifice style for comfort? Who says that? Susie's challenges this notion by offering a range of chic designs that seamlessly integrate with your active lifestyle. Whether you're at the golf range, running errands, or meeting friends for brunch, so versatile. Other shoes provide the perfect, oh, excuse me, our shoes, not other shoes. Our shoes provide the perfect balance of functionality and fashion, making every step a statement. Hmm. Susie's. That's a good uh, catch. Mm-hmm. A catchy line there. It's, it uh, sure is. Every step's a statement. Every step's a statement. 
Susie's. I, I just hope he's doing well. I, I'm rooting for him. I'm happy that he's found a passion and he wants to sell some shoes. They didn't call the shoes uh, quitters. Now, my question for you is, how much do you think those that pair of shoes is going to run you? Do you know you wanna, the answer? I do. You want to buy a pair of Susie's. What are you going to spend? $123. I just, actually, actually, really good guess. Anybody else want to weigh in? Wait, what do you think? A pair of Susie's. going to run you. I would guess $132. $132. Now, keep in mind, every step's a statement. Okay. I don't know if everyone's taking that into account. <laughs> I want you to keep in mind, artisans <laughs> are hanging around making these shoes. All right, I'm going to go up. I'm going to say 147 Is there a parallel to the level of comfort? It's unparalleled. This is a new height. Who says? <laughs> 147 Who says you have to sacrifice style for comfort? Not Susie's. $149.99. $149.99, you're in for the guess. Yeah. I'm going go, to go $169. Darius has a very appropriate guess, considering they're setting a new standard right. in the world of footwear. Of course. A new standard. Looking for $199.99. That's, that's going to be plus shipping and handling there for Susie's sleepers. Three Zs in Susie's. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad he's... He's the shoe guy. By the way, I guess. W- w- while we're talking about shoes, yeah. Yesterday, the thing happened again, where like everyone's like taking pictures of Dan Quinn's shoes and telling me he likes Jordans. I know I'm the weird one. That will never. Like I'm not a shoe guy. Everyone knows it. I've I have the same pair of shoes. Eventually, my wife is going to see that they're like fading really badly, starting to look bad, or yeah. like the the bottoms being worn out, and my feet are starting to touch the ground. And she'll get me another pair of the exact same shoes. That's how this is going to go until well, I'm about 60. I'll wait until I send her this link right here to Susie Sleepers. Maybe my, that's my big Christmas present. I was like, Allison, please set a new standard in the world of footwear for your husband. You should get all three of us Susie Sleepers for Christmas next year. I'm not going to do that. You should Respectfully. That. Respectfully. But there is not a measure. I don't know. Like I, It always sounds like I'm being mean. I'm not. Everyone's just doing their job. Mm-hmm. A guy's just wearing shoes. It's it's your job to help us learn about the guy. I I just can't scroll fast enough to get past the, you know, he likes this kind of shit, whether it's Jordans or something else. He's got 32 pairs. I hate that. Whatever that shoe culture, mm. it's an NBA TV show with Rachel Nichols. But first, we're going to ask you about what you're wearing tonight. I wish that would go away so fast and so badly. Now, I just I'm with you, but just real quick. I want, you, I want you to describe what you're seeing in this one photo for the Susie's. Is this more Susie's? Yeah, I can't stop looking right. at this. Look at that. What do you see there? It's a very tall shoe. It's a shoe. It's a picture of a hand holding up the shoe. Right. So, like, in other words, instead of spending on, like, fancy scenery and, like, <laughs> highlighting the shoe, it's a dude's hand <laughs> holding true. up the shoe, like, and then with the <laughs> cell phone, you know, six to eight inches away, taking a picture with his... I don't think that's a cell phone. I picture. think it's exactly what it is. I think it's a left hand holding the shoe, right hand takes a picture, unparalleled. Two hundred Set, setting a new standard in footwear for two hundred bucks. Jason Wright, he probably has some nice pairs of shoes that he likes to wear. Any Susie's? We will not ask him about his shoe game. I can assure you, there are other things we've got to tend to though. With the president of the Commanders yesterday, we had the guy on who ran the football ops. Today, the business side of the building. Jason Wright joins us. Top of the hour next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 